0: Righteousness being your title deed. Right? The Bible says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Amen? Let's say that again. For he made him who knew no sin No sin, which we know is Jesus, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Praise God. Praise God. I'm thankful today for that, aren't you? I'm thankful for that today. I believe that everything hinges in our relationship. On righteousness by faith. Righteousness by faith. Amen. Are these lights going out or in my eyes? There you go. All right. Okay. So everything hinges on this righteousness by faith. If righteousness is not received, we cannot receive everything else ...that God has for us. Here in 2 Corinthians 5 and 21... ...God made him who knew no sin for us... ...so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We said last week, and I won't go deep into what we did... ...but I want to overlay just a little bit. We declared last week that Jesus didn't deserve to be sin... ...and we did not deserve to be made righteous... But he became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. You are not a sinner saved by grace. Get rid of that hogwash. Get rid of that religious stuff. We're not an old sinner saved by grace. You can't be a sinner and be saved at the same time. Amen. The Bible said old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new, and now I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. That's what the Word says. Amen. Now, I'm, I'm not battering people in, 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 in days gone by. I believe they, uh, they spoke and they, it was a confession that they believed and it was uh, what they knew at the time. But we know the Word of God and we know the promise of God and, and we can't be a sinner and, and, and know that we're saved by grace at the same time. That old sin has passed away and now I am the creation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And so we have to understand that. And most people that have a religious mindset will try to persuade you that, that you cannot look like Jesus, that you cannot be like Jesus, but the Bible tells us that it is possible through grace. Yeah. Through grace, we might be, become like Jesus was. But we, we want to, and I think some of the time it's because that we haven't seen the results and so we have to make an excuse for what we haven't seen. But the reality of it is, is we believe the word of the Lord over our circumstances, amen. over situations, amen? And so we don't think as though that, that we are just trying to be Jesus, but we know that in the righteousness of God, He has made us to become like Him. Amen. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. He doesn't want us to have the mind of Adam. He wants us to have the mind of Christ. Amen. Amen. And so you're righteous by faith and not by your works. You're not righteous by the law, but you're righteous by faith. You are righteous by, uh, because that God declared you righteous. It's out of righteousness comes out of a declaration that when we were born into the kingdom of God, that God declared us to be righteous. Amen. Amen. If you don't understand and accept who you are, then your faith is no has no value to you. Every time that you uh, attempt to exercise your faith, you will struggle with the fact. That you now have been renewed in your mind and you are a new creation and that you are the righteousness of God. That is your authority. Your authority is not that you have went through 1,100 Bible studies. Your authority is not in that you have attended so many days in in church. Your your authority does not come because of what your grandmother, your grandfather, your mother, or your father has done. Huh? All of those things are good, but that is not where your authority is. Your authority is in understanding that you are the righteousness of God. This is the reason why that Jesus did the miracles that he did and had the authority that he had. He knew he was the righteousness of God. He knew that God had made him righteous. And so when he prayed, he expected things to happen. Let me ask you today, when you pray, do you expect things to happen? Do you expect things to happen? Because the enemy will use things against you to try to make you believe that you don't deserve it. Well, guess what? None of us deserve it. But we have been declared the righteousness of God. So therefore, because God has declared that I'm the righteousness of God, then I can stand in authority and declare His word. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 and 17 righteousness doesn't spring up out of out of uh, form or fashion righteousness does not spring up because that that you've done this that or the other righteousness comes out of faith amen your righteousness comes out of faith as a result of You believing that you are righteous, your faith automatically increases in your life. Because when you understand that you are the righteousness of God, then you will believe that you can pray for the sick and they'll be healed. When you believe that you're the righteousness of God, you can declare the word of the Lord and expect it to take place. And so it automatically increases your faith. Because as we said last week, when you're uncertain about your, your, what you have, what you, your right, what you, you obtain. We use for an example our property. When you, you're not sure if you own the property, then you'll, you'll cower down to the fact that somebody has built on your property. But when you know that it is your property, you'll stand firm and say, no, no, this, this belongs to me. And when we do not understand the, your, our title deed, when we don't understand what is our rights in through and by the blood of Jesus Christ, then we'll cower down and say things, well, maybe God just didn't want them healed. You would never say that about salvation, would you? Well, maybe God just wanted them to go to hell. No. No that he died, that none should perish but all should come to repentance. So nobody, God desires no one to go to hell, nobody go to hell. But yet we question whether God wants to heal. But the word is sozo, saved. That's the reason when he went to the, the place and he told the man, take up your bed and walk and they said, what are you doing? The religious people said, what are you doing? You can't tell him that. He said, "What's easier to say: Your sins be forgiven you, or take up your bed and walk? Because the same faith that takes to be saved is the same faith that takes to be healed, and the finished work of Calvary, salvation, is sozo, which means salvation and healing." Amen. Your entire life is based on faith. And when you receive righteousness of God, you by faith, therefore, if sickness shows up, what do you do? You stay in faith. If the bills show up, you stay in faith. If a bad report comes, you stay in faith. When some adverse thing happens in your life, amen, it doesn't matter what it does. You begin to open your mouth and declare the righteousness and exercise your faith in the circumstance. Amen? Because we are righteous by faith no matter what the situations are around about us. And we are good at at, at exercising our faith in church. But then Monday morning comes, and the circumstance raises its head. The situation hasn't changed. By Wednesday, we're, we're saying, well, I don't know if it's going to happen or not. No, no. You've got to stay in faith. You've got to stay in your righteousness. You've got to declare. No matter the circumstance, you've got to be firm upon your declaration. Amen? Righteousness is a faith thing. The only thing that pleases God is our our walking in faith amen Amen. (coughs) we're to please God back over and over again he says without faith it is impossible to please God Habakkuk 2 and 4 the just shall live by faith Romans 7 and 17 the just shall live by faith Galatians 3 and 11 the just shall live by faith Hebrews 10 and 38, the just shall live by faith. Hebrews 11 and 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. How many believe he wanted us to understand that we need to live a life of faith? Amen. The Bible instructs us over and over to live by faith if we're wanting to please God. And so, sadly, many Christians are experiencing uh, just a religious form instead of a a relationship form of who God wants us to be. And we live in faith and instead of fear. We're hoping that God will do a thing. But as I told you last week, we are people of covenant. So we don't hope. Amen? Amen? We don't hope. We have faith. And because we have faith, we can believe that God's word will come to pass in our life. Amen. Amen. Faith is more than, than simply believing. Faith and belief are two sides to the same coin. Faith starts, or belief, excuse me, starts the thing. And faith is what carries them out. Faith is an action word. When you believe something, then you believe it, you have an idea, you have it, it's in your mind, and it gets into your heart and you believe a thing, but faith causes you to activate what you believe. I mean, know that you can, you can have, uh, you can believe something and yet never see it happen. Amen. You can believe something in your heart and never see it happen because you never activate it through your faith. The Bible, Jesus asked, do you believe that I can change this? Do you believe that I can help you? Do you believe? And when people's response was, Lord, I believe, he said, that's good enough. Let's get started. Amen. Amen? The belief is the starting of a thing. But it's the faith that carries it out in our lives and it activates in our life. You must have a strong belief to begin whatever you say you want to accomplish. But when belief moves from your head to your heart, it will move you into action. You can't say that you believe that, 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 that um, oh, let's see. You can't say that you believe that, that, the, the, that the, the kingdom of God should be stronger and stronger in the earth and then not active, be active about it. If you believe, you, uh, uh, let's bring it on closer home. You, you can't say you believe that it is God's will for your family to be saved and then not activate that to say to invite them, pray for them, encourage them. In the things of God, right? Because if you really believe it, then faith is going to activate that in your life. Amen? Hebrews 11 and verse 1, it says, now faith. Now faith. Sometimes we find ourselves where we had faith, but now faith. Right? It's the substance or the assurance. The confirmation. The title deed. Of the things we hope for. Being proof of the things that we do not see. And the conviction of their reality. Faith perceives as real facts. That are not real in the senses. Let me say that again. Faith perceives something as real facts that cannot be presently seen with our senses. You can't see it, you can't hear it, you can't feel it, you can't taste it, right? But faith says it's now. Are you with me? Faith is assurance of things you hope for. It does not matter what is it uh, is that you're hoping for. It could be a car. It could be a house. It could be a job. It could be healing. It could be ministry. It could be a loved one being saved. All of these things are things that you hope for, but you have to have faith before you will see anything come to pass. <coughs> Your faith is the proof of or the evidence of what you cannot presently see we will say that again your faith is the proof or the evidence for things that you presently cannot see amen for example the Bible says all things were made by God John 1 and 3 Faith is the substance of things hoped for that already been made by God, but you can't see it. But I'm not seeing what I need right now. But if I have faith, that is my evidence. Huh? Faith is my substance. Faith is my proof. And I'm going to receive what I desire. Several verses, I want to... I want to go to them, several verses, just to show you this. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Let's go there and look at this. Genesis chapter 1. Uh, In verse number 2, it says the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw the light, and it was good. Uh, Are you there? Verse 6, then God said. Verse 9, then God said. Verse 11, then God said. Verse 14, then God said. Verse 20, then God said, verse 24, then God said, verse 26, then God said, I mean, no you know he's talking. Verse 29, then God said, verse 31, then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good, so the evening and the morning were the sixth day. God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God saw. Huh? God said, God said, God said, God said, God saw. God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, and God saw. Can I submit to you today, one of the reasons that we're not seeing is because we're not saying. You've got to speak, not out of your intellect, but out of your belief system, out of your faith. You've got to speak. And as God spoke, he saw that it was good. Huh? Huh? It's quiet up in here today. We don't have to conjure up some kind of super-duper faith to see God do a miraculous thing. We just need to know that we're the righteousness of God. And we need to operate in that faith system. And as we begin to speak that, you can't, you can't go around saying you're a day late and a dollar short every day of your life and then expect to be prosperous. Huh? Huh? You can't go around saying all the time, oh, my eyes are getting worse every day, and then expect not to have glasses. Amen. Amen. You can't go around saying all the time, oh, my family's the most dysfunctional family on the planet, and then expect to have unity in the house. Amen. Amen you got to declare the things that God said were not present in the natural. But when He said them... <laughs> when He said them, there was a release of faith. It created something. Right? And we, have, we cannot change our confession no matter if we see it or we do not. We've got to say what the Lord has decreed unto us we've got to say that we are strong when we feel weak we've got to say that we're the head and not the tail we've got to say that we're more than a conqueror through him that loved us when we're being pulled backwards through hell we've got to say that I am the righteousness of God whenever it feels like you've been a total failure today but I stand in the fact that God has made me righteous Amen. And so when I stand in that righteousness and I declare that righteousness over my life and I begin to speak the word of God, right? When I begin to speak the word of God, something begins to happen in my sphere of life and around me. Amen. John 1 and 3 all things were made by him. Who's him? the word and without him was nothing made And while faith is the substance of things the word that came out of his mouth is what made everything the word came out of his mouth and it created everything your words will create your future Your words will create your future. And so if we don't like where we presently are, we've got to begin to declare what the word says that our life should look like. What our family should look like. We declare those things in the fo- in the place of righteousness. Amen. And so that that there's this connection between the words that came out of his mouth and faith that is the substance of everything. And when his words came out of his mouth and faith was there, it was the word that connected to our faith that produces what we desire in our hearts. The connection is the faith that is the substance of things hoped for is the same faith that was in every word that God spoke. Those words contained faith. So when God spoke the word, faith came out in the form of words and created everything he said. Can you see that? One word came out in faith and had creative power. We know God created all things by the power of his word. Faith is his word. Now we see the connection between faith and the word of God. When God spoke his word, they were filled with faith. So whenever we begin to speak his word, we have to speak it in faith. So as I say that I'm the righteousness of God, I say that with faith because I know that's what his word has told me I am. Amen. Romans 14 and 23, everything that is not done by the word of God or by faith is sin. Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith, the word of God, is the, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Remember, faith is equal. It is the, the, because he, his word is spoken through faith. And so faith and the word are connected together and you cannot speak his word without speaking it in faith. It will not work. This tells us that faith is not at the highest level until it gets uh, in your heart. And and then when it gets into your heart, it's got to come out of your mouth. God spoke a thing and it came to pass. So this tells us that it's got to happen for us the same way. Luke chapter 6 and verse 45. A good man out of uh, the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Amen. 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 So I don't have to be around you very long to see if you can do signs and wonders and miracles to determine where you are spiritually, all I've got to do is listen to you talk. I can tell where you're headed by the way you talk. Because if you have good treasures in your heart, you're looking for good things, you're going to speak good. But if you have evil thoughts, evil intentions, evil desires, it doesn't matter. It's going to come out. From the abundance of your heart, you're going to say a thing. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> Amen? Amen? Tell your neighbor, I can tell what you're thinking by what you say. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's go on over here. Is this all right? Doing a little Bible study on Sunday morning. Mark chapter 11. I want to look at verse 22 and 23. Mark 11. Verse 22 and 23. This is nothing new to you. I just want to emphasize it, re-emphasize it here today. So Jesus saw and said to them, have faith in God. When you study out this original translation here, have faith in God, it really means have the faith of God. In Verse 23, For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Amen? So in case you think that I'm just pulling it out of the air that you can frame your future, it it is according to the word of God. You will have what you say. So if you say, I just don't have enough, then guess what? You're not going to have enough. It speaks, and you got to speak it forth, even when it, you don't have enough. Because that doesn't determine my circumstances. My, I'm going to frame not where I'm at, but where I'm going. So I speak this not out of an intellect, but out of my spirit. It's got to get past my mind, get in my heart. And when it gets in my heart and I believe a thing, then I begin to speak it, even when it looks like it's not possible. Amen? Amen. Faith in your heart is activated by what you say. Your words give faith power to bring forth what you're believing him for. It starts in the spirit realm and then it manifests in the natural realm. Romans 10 and 8 says, The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Faith has to be in your heart and in your mouth to see the results in your life. I'm going to say that again. Faith has to be in your heart and in your mouth to see results in your life. Faith is not something that I see, but however, the word of God and my faith are the same. And so what I see in the Word is the the faith that I have for my own life. So that I can say what I cannot see, but I have confidence in His Word that it will manifest. So therefore, in His righteousness that He has made me righteous, then I stand in this and I know that the Word of God will come to pass in my life. I can't see results, but I do have God's word, and his word is my title deed. As righteousness of God, we must exercise our faith. We receive righteousness by faith, and and it is supposed to lead us to more faith. If we believe we're the righteousness of, God, if we believe we're the sons and the daughters of God in the earth, then we've got to act like we're the sons and the daughters in the earth. We've got to activate this faith. We've got to walk it out. We've got to believe it. Amen. And so, now when we go to the Lord in prayer, when we lay hands on somebody when we sow financially into the kingdom of God, when we call those things that are not as though they are, something is supposed to happen. Something is supposed to shift. And we may not see the immediate results in the natural, but there is a shift in the spirit. Have you ever prayed for something and nothing in the natural changed, but something changed in your spirit? And you knew, That something took place. You knew that there was something about to go on. What happened? It it was already done in the spirit, but it took a moment for it to manifest in the natural. That's what we have to have. We've got to believe. And when we pray, we believe. And when we lay hands upon someone, we believe. And when we declare the word of the Lord over our finances, we believe. And as we do, something happens in the Spirit and we begin to manifest that and we begin to declare that, not just with our heart, but with our mouth. As believers, we don't base our lives on what we see. We walk by faith and not by sight. Psalms 37 and 3 said, Trust in the Lord your God and so shall you dwell in the land. He said that you will feed surely on the f- his faithfulness and truth of his word you shall be fed. In other words, your confidence is in him who guaranteed it. He guaranteed your provision. He guaranteed that your needs would be met. But you have to have the word. When you can find... The word in the scriptures, when you can find a word to your situation in the scriptures, then you have the title deed for it. Amen. So all you need to do is go find you a word. Amen. Find a word and let that word begin to get truth inside of you and believe the word of the Lord until you begin to speak what you have read. Speak what his word has said. Amen. Write it down. Speak it out loud. Meditate on it. Let that word get inside of you and marinate until faith rises in your heart that you can say it out loud and believe and declare it to be so. Amen. Allow God's word to come alive inside of you. In the word you will find evidence, you will find proof of what you cannot see. Amen. Your title deed is what puts pressure on the unseen to be delivered to what you hope for and what you are declaring. Romans 10 and 8 says that you're the righteousness of God. It says the righteousness of God, which is you, say that's me. Amen. Says the, the word is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. So I'm the righteousness of God, and the word is nigh me, it's in my mouth. But I've got to speak that word. A person who has accepted the fact that they're the righteousness of God cannot go around speaking doubt, gloom, and doom. Amen? I used to call them he-haw Christians, but this generation don't know nothing about he-haw. But how many is old enough to remember he-haw? come on Saturday night gloom despair and agony on me deep dark depression excessive misery if it weren't for bad luck I'd have no luck at all gloom despair and agony on me (laughs) don't you want to come to Jesus (laughs) no no that isn't our song Amen. Our song is we are the righteousness of God. Amen. Our song is the word of God is alive. It's quick and sharp and a two-edged sword. Our song is that the word of God works in our life. It's our title deed. Amen. And even though the circumstances may not look like it at the present, I'm going to continue to believe the Word of God until it gets into my heart, into my belief system, so by faith I can speak what I believe, and when I speak what I believe, the Holy Spirit's going to back it up, just like He did the Lord's Word, and it's going to manifest in my life. Amen? Amen? Righteousness by faith speaks just as Jesus speaks, just as God speaks. It exercises our rights, and those rights must be spoken. God did not send Jesus to hang upon a cross so we could become a deaf and a dumb church. Amen. He came and hung upon a cross so that we could become the righteousness of God so that we could be a voice in the earth. Amen. So that we could hear his voice and what he said, we speak it. How do you hear his voice? Right here is a good place to start. Amen. I believe in the gift of prophecy. I believe in the spiritual gifts. And I believe that they ought to be in operation in the body of Christ. But here's the reality. The Word of God is is an eternal Word. It's a sure Word. It's it's the title deed to everything that we have. And so, you are in Christ Jesus. You are the righteous person. You are the righteousness of God. And so, Jesus was made your Righteousness. In First Corinthians 1 and 30, when you put on righteousness, you didn't put on an idea or a concept. You put on the person of Jesus. He said he made us righteous in. Huh? He made us righteous in Christ Jesus. So we put him on. We are hidden in Christ. Paul said, it's I, not I that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Amen. Then he tells us to put on this, this garment. Put on the Spirit of God. Put on this Jesus. And so when we do this, we're putting Jesus on. And, and he clothes us in his righteousness. Amen. Everybody all right? I'm I want to show you something else here. Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10. <clears throat> Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. And so it is about our declaration. We declare our salvation. We declare our righteousness by the words of our mouth. Amen. According to the scripture, a person is not saved until they declare they're saved with their mouth. They confess with their mouth. They believe with our heart. And we begin to say, amen. We speak it. It also means that we have all the rights and the privileges available to us as a born-again believer. Right to be delivered. Right to be healed. Right to live in soundness of mind. Right to stand with God in the holy place of righteousness. Amen. Romans 10 is not only a chapter about being born again. It's a chapter that shows you are the, who you say you are through the word of God. It, it tells us not just about being a sinner, but us being made righteous through the blood of Jesus Christ. And so Jesus... Excuse me. Jesus... Brought us to a place where we could become righteous. And if you're not saying anything, you're not going to create anything. And if you're not creating anything, then you're not going to enjoy the benefits of being a child of God. Your silence is hindering the manifestation of God's promises in your life. I'm going to say that again. Your silence is hindering the manifestation of God's promises in your life. And the reason that we're not saying anything is because we don't know what belongs to us. But when we know, we can begin to say. (laughs) We can begin to speak the word of God, the promises of God. And when a person awakens to righteousness and begins to understand his struggle with sin, lessens. Because when you are the righteousness of God, you you choose not to go places. When you understand you're the righteousness of God, you choose not to say certain words. When you're the righteousness of God, you don't look at things that you used to look at. Why? Because I realize I'm the righteousness of God. Amen. The hope of glory lives in me. Christ lives in me. So I don't go to things. I don't go to perversion. Huh? I don't go to the things of the world. I don't go to certain things. I don't do certain things. Not because there's a law. Right? But because I'm the righteousness of God. I do not want to go there. I do not want to look upon these things. Because I'm the righteousness of God. This world has already proven to us that the law doesn't work. Amen. In the last 24 hours, we've had two mass murders. There's all kinds of laws in place. Now, there's going to be some idiot up in Washington say what we need is stronger gun laws. No, you need to get saved. People need to be righteous in Christ Jesus. We don't have a gun problem. We've got a sin problem. And sin causes men to rebel against authority, rebel against the Word of God, rebel against what is right. And you can put all the laws you want to, but it's not going to stop people. Take every gun out of America and they'll use a knife. They'll use a car. Why? Because out of the abundance of the heart, you got to change man's heart if you want to change the world. Amen. You can't you can't put all these laws on it, legalize legalism, legalism. No, no. All of that didn't work. Moses in the scripture wrote the law, and he couldn't even get into the promised land on it. Amen. It's not about the law. It's not about you can't do this, you can't do that. No. When I understand I'm the righteousness of God, glory to God, I don't desire. The sin passes away. And my desire becomes focused on I am the righteousness of God. Amen. We declare our righteousness in the natural world every day. And when we have rights as citizens to establish What is legal? What is social order? What the principles of spiritual realm are the same. We have spiritual authority. Just like we have spiritual authority or we have natural authority, we have spiritual authority. That's the reason why that a little five-foot man can put a white glove on with a whistle in his mouth, get out in the middle of the interstate, blow it and hold his hand up and everything comes to a stop. The Mack truck that could run him over chooses to stop because of the authority. Not because of the white glove, the whistle, or the man, but because of what he represents. Are you hearing me? In the spirit, we are the same way. Amen? Hell doesn't tremble, and, and situations don't shift because I'm super-duper holy potentate. It changes because I'm the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. It changes because I know that I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. My name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. I've put on Christ Jesus and I stand firm in the belief that He has made me the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. If you believe that, give Him praise today. See, righteousness comes by faith. Hebrews 11, it says, By faith Abraham offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not be seen, see death. By faith Noah uh, saved Built an ark to the saving of his house by faith. Abraham, when he was called to go out unto the place which he should have received for an inheritance, obeyed by faith. They accomplished so much. Amen. By faith, it is ours. By faith, we are healed. By faith, we we receive the riches of His kingdom. By faith we have believed that our whole house shall be saved. By faith we stand in the, it's the title deed to our inheritance. Glory to God. So we begin to declare his promises over our life. Amen. We tell the enemy of our soul. That we're going to be, have the best year we've ever had in our lives. We tell the enemy that God's yoke is easy and his burdens are light. Amen. And when we begin to understand that and believe that. Then our struggle becomes lighter. We rep- respond to the scripture. People say, well, what do you think you're doing? Tell them I'm working on something. Who you think you are, I'm working on something. What are you working on? I'm working on the righteousness of God being manifest through my life. I'm working on his word being declared through me. Amen? I'm working on being a voice in the earth for the kingdom of God. Well, who gave you that right? God didn't. No, you're a wretched worm. No, you, you, you missed something. I was saved. <laughs> I was transformed. I was renewed. Amen? By the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible said the just shall live by faith. We got to begin not only to get it in our hearts. We got to get the word inside of us so we believe it. Right? If you don't believe it, you can't say it with confidence. Amen. But when we begin to believe a thing and it becomes a part of our culture, it becomes a part of our DNA, it becomes a part of our belief system, then by faith we begin to declare what we believe even though it doesn't look nothing like that. Amen. And it's not out there some... Woo, woo, woo. No. It's all right here. It's all right here. And whenever I get this past here into here, and I begin to believe it, and my faith begins to rise, and I believe I'm the righteousness of God, and I have a right to declare this word in the earth, then I begin to speak it. And what I say begins to show up. So what I say begins to show up yes. glory to God. God glory to God we I say we because it's been in my heart but i we've been we and many people say we are seeing a move of God we're believing for revival we're believing for the miraculous we're believing for the supernatural but you can't, you can't we don't even have the foundation for it you got to get back to this basic I know this is so simple I know this is so basic but it's a reality of a foundation that when it gets inside of you and you get the foundation right amen and how many know sometimes you got to redig the foundation? You can, you can have the foundation. Now, I'm almost done. Is that all right? <laughs> but how many know that it takes a lot of money in the foundation? It takes a lot of money in the foundation, and you don't ever see it. Sometimes it's your biggest investment or a large amount of your investment to get the foundation right, especially if you're building something large. Now, if you're putting, a, if you're putting up an, a, a, an outbuilding, you don't even need just maybe a four-by-fours, right? If you're putting up a garage, I don't know, maybe you need to do a, a, a two-foot footer wide and I don't know, say eight, ten inches deep. If you're going to build a house, it needs to be a little bigger. But if you're putting up a skyscraper, huh? You don't dig it out with a shovel. You get one of those excavators and they dig down nearly as deep as it's going up why because they know everything hinges on the foundation if the foundation is not right then everything else has the potential of crumbling and so what i'm doing in these these weeks seems like months is we're trying to get the foundation so we can receive the miraculous so we can prepare for what god is about to do and i want you to know you're not an old wretched worm But you are saved by grace and the grace of God has redeemed you from the curse of the law. And now you're the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. And because he has made you righteous, you have that right and that authority to declare this word in your life and out of your mouth. And watch things around you begin to shift and begin to change. Amen. Glory to God. I'm not finished, but I'm quitting. Hallelujah. Does this help anybody? Amen. I know it's simple, but I want it to get in us until we believe it. And when we believe it, we'll begin to say a thing. We'll begin to speak. We'll begin to declare it. It's not just pastor. It's not just called preacher or evangelist. Or the fivefold for that matter, is for the perfecting of the saints so that the saints, so that the believer, the righteousness of God begins to declare the word of the Lord over circumstances and situations. I can't be at every one of your houses, but you can speak the word over your house. I can't be every place at every time, but you can speak the word of God. You have the authority. <laughs> Glory to God. You have the authority to speak those things and see them come to pass. Amen. amen. Glory to God. Father, I just pray today that the word of the Lord find us where we are. I pray that you speak into us today, that it becomes more than head knowledge or even a belief. But God, it beca- faith will be mixed with our belief. And that we will begin to, by faith to declare the promises of God that are yes and amen unto your people. I pray, Father, that you would give us boldness. God, give us boldness to declare what our faith is telling us, what we see in your word, what the title deed says. Glory to God, even though it may look nothing like it at the present. Let faith arise in our heart that we begin to declare the word of the Lord over our circumstances that our life can be shifted and changed. Let the things that the promises of your word be manifested in us and through us. That God, it is not that men will look upon us, but that they will look upon you and know that you are good. (laughs) And your promises are true. God, we're tired of being the butt end of jokes. We're tired of not seeing manifestation. We're, not, we're tired of, of going through the mundane and the ritual. We're asking you today to help us, your people, your righteousness in the earth, to come to a full measure of understanding that we have the right to declare your word and see it come to pass. Glory to God. I pray this week, let it come to pass. I pray for the days ahead. Let it be a transformation in our spirit, in our mind, in our thinking that we are the righteousness of God. Therefore, we have the authority to declare your word in the earth and see it come to pass. In Jesus' name I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Does anyone need special prayer today, need a touch of God, need healing, need the Lord to do a thing for you this morning? Maybe you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, and today you need that transformation or change in your life, whatever, you just have a special need today. We want to invite you to come. I want to come into agreement and join with you and pray with you today, amen? So as they play here today, just come and let's pray together.